Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. And hello and welcome again to Gwinnett Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Mike Salmon alongside the beautiful Stephen Julian. What are you doing, Stephen? You're last, hiding. Last show in our archives, you didn't like that I was looking at you, so I've decided to look <laughs> away just to not distract you at the beginning of the show. Has anyone ever told you you're weird? Yes. I'm slightly annoying. That's my gimmick, and I live it well. All right. We've got some wonderful guests in the studio we have today. fantastic guests today. Uh, Tara Washington is with us from the Coca-Cola Roxy, and Sandy Hill from Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. And Tara Washington is also with Live Nation. Yes. Yeah. They own the Coca-Cola Roxy. Sorry, I'm correcting you at the beginning. See, this is why. I no, you're just giving additional information. I'm giving, yes, I'm making it. An even I knew all this, interview. but I was saving it for Tara. Oh, sorry. Well, why don't I get out of the way and let you start talking to Tara? No, I want you to ask the first question. Okay, now. Tara Washington is here. She is with Live Nation and the Coca-Cola Roxy. Tara, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Now, people in Atlanta probably know what the Coca-Cola Roxy is, but they might not know what Live Nation is. So talk about what you do with Live Nation, and we'll get into the relationship with the Roxy as we talk. So Live Nation is one of the probably the biggest music um, uh, organizations in the world. Um, We own Ticketmaster. Um, and we produce live music. We also have a division, which is the clubs and theaters division, which is what I'm a part of. And that includes your House of Blues, Punch uh, Punchline, which is a comedy club in California. So they also have a division that does special events um, in addition to entertainment in, in different capacities. You are the special events sales manager with the Coca-Cola Roxy, is that correct? That is correct. In Atlanta, Live Nation owns three venues, the Coca-Cola Roxy, which is um, down at the Battery, across from the all-new Truist Park. Um, and we're also, um, we also own Tabernacle and Buckhead Theater. Sounds like a great company and a cool company to work for. I'm sure you love your job. Tell what what is your specific role with the company? It's a very cool company to work for. Um, they're they're very um, uh, dynamic. Uh, you know, I specifically do special events. So my focus are corporates, companies, um, nonprofits. We do s- social events. It really, it runs the gamut. I can do a wedding one day, and I can do a fundraiser the next day. Um, we do award shows. There's actually a division of the ESPYs um, that are for college students that have been done at the Coca-Cola Roxy. So really, it runs the gamut. As long as it's not ticketed, as long as no one is coming in and saying, hey, we need to buy a ticket to this event, then it falls in my wheelhouse. I like where we might go with this, because when you when you talked about Ticketmaster and you talked about Live Nation, everybody's got an image of that, and they, they think of a concert. But when it comes to special events, and we are Gwinnett Business Radio on Business Radio X, if I'm a business owner, what kind of event could I do? And, and I'm going to ask you from a minimum standpoint. I want to have as many business owners, because I think most business well, I can't afford a special event. But it might not be as big and grand as as you might think. So talk about kind of some of the smaller events you've done that a business owner might listen and go, yeah, I could do that. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the Coca-Cola Roxy. So the Coca-Cola Roxy used to be in downtown Atlanta, and we have relocated to the battery when that was created. Um, So our space is about 14,000 square feet, um, and there are two levels and we have three event spaces. So we have our main hall, which is where our concerts take place. We also have our lobby area, which holds about 200 guests. And then we have a VIP room um, also 
um, called the EP Lounge, which stands for Elvis Presley, because it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that lounge just holds about 100 people. So there's an awesome dynamic with the Coca-Cola Roxy because we can actually do t- simultaneous events. Uh, one of our awesome partners is Home Depot. Um, and we'll have a Home Depot party for one of their divisions downstairs, and it might be 200 people. And then in our VIP, VIP lounge, they have a smaller division for 50 people, and they're having their own casino night. So we can do smaller events because some of the major companies in Atlanta have different divisions as Live Nation does. So with a with three different venues and one of those being for 50 to 100 people, mm-hmm. any business owner who wants to do a client event, a, an employee event, a, a family training, event, correct. a training. Yeah, I mean, yes. and, and I would imagine being at the Roxy. Um, you know, a little bit different than being at the back room of the local Italian restaurant down the street. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's, so what are some of the touches mm-hmm. that, that uh, live that you and, and the, can bring to the Roxy in that environment that, that they wouldn't get it at just a back room of a restaurant? Right. So the Roxy is, is, is um, very, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I want to say historic, but not really, you know, when you it's walk got a historic into, feel, it though, does. Right? Yeah. When you walk into the Roxy, you're going to see a lot of memorabilia from artists that have been there. You'll see guitars on the walls that have been signed by the artist Cheryl Crow may have you you know so you're getting that music lovers feel um, but you're also getting state-of-the-art sound you're getting state-of-the-art equipment you're getting a screen and projector you're getting a technician and production that goes into uh, your booking with us Um, also we're at the battery so you know the benefit is people can come in have a small training during the day and they can leave and go to a Braves game, you know? Or because the battery is, uh, like I said, very unique in that they're open container space, you can go and hang out at one bar. You can go, because I have events that I've done that it's a dry event uh, for Wounded Warriors, for example. And, you know, it's not gonna have any type of um, liquor. But those who wanna drink can go to a restaurant, they can have something to eat, and they can come to our space. You know, it's a one-stop shop, Uh, essentially. I'm sitting here envisioning a business owner who wants to do an event, let's say it's an all-day training or an all-day kind of gathering or something. We've all been to those events where when we break for lunch, we're running across the street to the Chick-fil-A and we're running into the drive-through. How about, hey, here's the battery, go enjoy lunch at any of the many restaurants and then come back. And, Absolutely. and oh, by the way, when we break at three or four, do a little shopping and hang out. And the uh, Braves are playing tonight, so you can go. I mean, yeah. Yes. I mean, so the environment is just fantastic. I, yeah, I absolutely. It. We love nonprofits because we can donate tickets for their charities, for fundraising events. Um, we can do a lot of ton of giveaways. So, yeah, we're, we really are quite unique out of the other venues in the, in the area. I'm assuming when there's no scheduled events or concerts there, it's available to rent during the evening as well? Correct. Is there opportunities that you have in-house food, or is it catered from elsewhere? How does that work? So we utilize Delaware North. It's the same um, catering company that the Braves do. So we're one big happy family over there at the Battery. Um, But, yes, uh, we do have uh, some opportunities to really create anything. It's a blank canvas. And so when someone has that idea and concept, we'll connect them with our logistics manager, and we can kind of create anything they need. And, again, we're going from 25 events, micro events, and then we can go even larger. We're speaking with Tara Washington. She is with the uh, the Coca-Cola Roxy and Live Nation. She does special events for them. You did such a fantastic job of answering my question about kind of the minimum event. So now I'm going to do a favor back to you and ask you, who are the types of clients that you're trying to get in front of? Let's let's. Let's talk about your wish list. You handled my wish list of a small business owner uh, kind of entry-level event. What's on your wish list? Who are you trying to talk to? I'd love to allow people that are not necessarily ITP, 
inside the perimeter here in Atlanta and people who are outside the perimeter to know that they can come to our space. You know, I was really fortunate when I first arrived to reach out to some of my um, business colleagues at were in Alpharetta, you know, and kind of have them come down there. They're giving them an experience. There's also a benefit that at the Battery, there are several hotels. There's a new Aloft that was just opened. There's the Omni. So you can actually make a, a little trip out of it. You know, if you're outside the perimeter fairly far, and you, but all of your employees are working um, remotely, which a lot of people are doing now um so it gives you an opportunity to kind of make a day of so it doesn't matter your location we can still assist you um if you're doing celebrations if you're doing entertainment um or live streaming conferences we can assist you at that location um so i'm looking specifically for um small to mid-size or even larger size companies who have challenges trying to find a space that fits all of their associates um, if you are a company and you have, you're based in Atlanta, but your associates are in Charlotte or they're in Alabama and they need to travel into Atlanta, you're not going to get that congestion per se of the Atlanta traffic, you know, because we're just a smidgen outside of it, but we will allow you to come in. You can, we can set you up with a hotel in the area. It's in walkable distance. You save yourself some gas and we'll take everything from there. Sounds like you do a lot of the work. Yes. Which is nice. <laughs> a lot of hats, Here's what we okay. want to do. You kind of help make it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you handle special events on maybe a concert day or a day where there's a Braves game? So we work with the Battery and the Braves. Um, we have weekly meetings with the Braves team. Um, and so we, we do a lot of uh, cross promotions. So we may have an event that we're doing and we may need a breakout space that doesn't fit our capacity. We'll work with the Braves because the Braves actually have space as well. Um, so what we do for concert days, we try not to do an event on the same day if it is an event that is let's say in the evening if you have a lunch that you're trying to do and or a training that only takes up from eight o'clock until 12 o'clock you can totally come over we'll flip the space um, but we do try not to have too many conflicts of that we work with our concert division um, and we'll find out if there's an event that they have going on we'll try to challenge it and say hey we would like to do this event there's a really cool process that we have um, as it pertains to braves days Really, the only difference is the number of people that are outside the building, um, you know, and the parking that's probably going to change. Typically, parking is complimentary for the first couple of hours, but of a Braves game, it might be a little bit different. But we'll work with you. We can do valet parking. We can do parking tickets. Um, so we'll, we'll work with any of our clients. And I could see where, and I think Stephen touched upon it earlier, where you do something during the day and then you're done and you all go to the Braves game afterwards. Correct. Correct. Obviously, we're in some unique times with the whole COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the social distancing. How are you handling all of that? So we have actually come up with five different concepts um, that we've created, which include virtual events, hybrid events, micro events. Um, we do drive-in events. So for the amphitheater that's in um, Georgia here that we have, some of our outside theaters, we're actually going to try and bring some concerts to those areas and allow people to use their cars to be able to tap into the live music. So they're, they're spaced, they're away, you know, but they're also able to get that experience. Um, in addition, we have our hybrid events. We'll do a concert. We've had some artists that reach out to us that they want to do things for fundraising purposes. There may be a charity right now that they're trying to raise money for, and they'll come in very minimal. It'll be probably less than 10 people. We'll do the whole production for them. We'll stream it live, and everyone can see it from the comfort of their homes. All right, Tara, I'm going to ask you a question. You, we've talked about training events and lunches and events that are fairly normal on the scale. I'm going to ask you to be a little, not be creative, but it kind of put you on the spot here. Maybe the weirdest event or the most unique event or most out-of-the-box event 
that you've seen that was like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool that you guys have hosted? Uh, we have had one in particular. It was a flying DJ. And this young lady was on aerials on stage, and she was also DJing. So she'll be upside down, she'll be flipping around, and she'll change the track. And then she'll do another trick, and then she'll come around, and she'll change the track. So uh, that was interesting, to say the least. Uh, very cre- creative. Um, but, you know, one of my favorite things to do is is outside-of-the-box events. At, as we're in a pandemic, as you mentioned, um, I love to do the micro events. You know, we have people who were not able to do their weddings you know, because they were quarantined at home, but they still kind of want to have that celebration as the states are starting to reopen. So I love having them come into our, showing them the beautiful chandeliers that we have that can be color coordinated and it can be heightened and lowered and say, hey, we'd love to invite you and your closest friends and family. They may be 25 people or 50 people. And we create this beautiful display and a, a dinner and a little small celebration for them. So our micro events are a little bit smaller, they kind of encourage social distancing. Um, and then we also have conferences that are starting to look at us again. And we have created these amazing different diagrams that allow to see, okay, we'll have two people per table or four people per table, or we'll space you out in our stands upstairs and skip every other seat. So we've really tried to take this time, this kind of downtime for us to really think outside the box, to welcome people in and be very comfortable. Given the fantastic answer that you just gave, I may ask the <laughs> dumbest question in the history of mankind. As we do this show at the end of June 2020, you stated it. We're starting to reopen. We're, every week is a different you know, shift of what we're doing. Um, the, the big part of the hall, the big part of the Roxy that, that seats, uh, I think you said three up to 3,000, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, are there plans as of right now to you know, hey, we're, we can open at 33% capacity or uh, is there a plan in place of mm-hmm. bringing back crowds, even if they're smaller at this point in time? Correct. Yeah. Um, ironically, I have an event this evening. Oh. Uh, it's the first event that we have had post pandemic. Hey, we got breaking news, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a very, it's one of my micro events. There it's you a go. celebration for someone's milestone birthday mm-hmm. and they have a long, beautiful estate table, really longer than, um, where we originally were going to put them at, we're putting them in our main hall so that they can space out. They're deciding to do plate at dinner versus a buffet, so there's not too many people there. Right. Um, and then in July, I have another event. That's my second one, and it's also going to be the biggest for, for us post-pandemic mm-hmm. in terms of the spacing is 200 people nice and so we also for that event we're having them in the main hall because that group can actually fit in our lobby but we're spacing them out we've got markers all of our staff will be wearing ppe masks you know we'll be prepared so yes we're we're they're starting to come out you know our social our social clients are starting to come out and say hey we want to celebrate you know so i love it and i'm very excited about it That's wonderful. Tara Washington, the Special Events Sales Manager with the Coca-Cola Roxy and Live Nation. You mentioned also the Tabernacle downtown. Do you handle events for that, or does somebody need to talk to somebody else if they want to do an event there? Yeah, so if they can send any requests to me, and then I will do an email introduction to the sales managers that are at both of those other venues, and we cross work. We are a girl power team, (laughs) all-female-run business. Uh, Even our production managers are all-female. You know, excuse me, logistics managers are female. 
And, uh, you know, we like to work together as a team. So, yeah, if you want to be in an in the heart of the city, not a problem. I'll help you with that as well. All right. Best way to reach out to you. And also, if you can give us the website where people, I assume, on the website can see photographs of the venues and rooms that are available. Correct. If you go to www.CocaColaRoxy.com, you'll be able to see a virtual tour. You'll be able to see images of events that we've had. And then you can reach out to me directly at Tara Washington at LiveNation.com. That's kind of a a uh, VIP pass, uh, you know, into emails that kind of get you through some of the red tape that you would typically go through. So yeah, definitely feel free to reach out to me anytime. Tara Washington at LiveNation.com. You got a cool job. <laughs> I do. I love now, it. Now, when the Braves get back into action and everything, when there's games going on, are you, do, you, do you have to be there for all the events at the Roxy? Any event that's mine that I procure, is, is I'm usually there for. You know, I want to make sure it goes st- seamlessly. And the Braves are coming back very soon. Absolutely. End of July, we hope. Right? Yes, fingers Steven crossed. Steven can't wait. <laughs> Biggest baseball fan in the world right Bring here. It. Bring really? it. Really? I, I am a Orioles fan. Nice. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Listen, Camden Yard is one of the best parks to go see a game in the country. It is. I'm a Maryland girl. There you go. I like it. <laughs> Tara Washington, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Mike, before we get to our next guest, I just want to remind everybody that Gwinnett Business Radio does come to you live from the Subaru Gwinnett Studios. Love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Our listeners can get big savings and enjoy their hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruGwinnett.com and join their family today, or you can come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, then follow Subaru of Gwinnett's Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers, news, and community events. Uh, before we bring in Sandy Hill, who is waiting patiently, uh, speaking of baseball, your yes. son JJ was telling me, I know every year, every couple of years, you guys do a little tour around the country and go to Major League ballparks. Yes. Obviously, with the whole pandemic, that's changed. But yes. I heard you might still be doing that this year. No. No? Okay. <laughs> I thought it was pushed back. Well, I, we, we, if they, if they you, open the season, and you if we can make it this happen. Year. Yeah, so this year we were planning on going to oh, – oh, crud, I forgot where we were going. Um, so every year we've gone, except for one, when we went out to Montana to see where we used to live. Every year for the last six, seven years we've gone to Chicago, we've gone to Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, we've like gone Milwaukee to Fenway. Stuff last year. So, no, last year we went to uh, Detroit, uh, uh, Cleveland, Detroit, and Toronto. And then drove home in one day from Toronto, which was hilarious and awesome, and we'll never do it again. With all three boys? Yes. Uh, we have more drivers God, now, God which is a you. big deal. Yeah, we were gonna go. It was gonna be Milwaukee this year. We were gonna do. Um, uh, we were gonna do Milwaukee, and I think we were gonna do Minnesota. Um, no, oh, sorry. We were gonna go to Florida. We were gonna go to Tampa and Miami. You weren't even close. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? It, it's starting to run together. We're uh, p- basically anything within driving distance. Um, we're down to about six left. Um, that we need to do. And we were going to go to Tampa because Stacy and I have been there, but the boys haven't. And we went to see Marlins Park when Tech played a bowl game, but they, of course there was no baseball game. We want to go in Marlins Park because those two stadiums, the one good thing about those two stadiums, we could sit anywhere we want because <laughs> nobody's there. <laughs> Well, those teams well you know how they decide what time to start the games. They just say, you know, what time can you be what here? What time can you be? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. How long was the drive from Toronto to Atlanta? Uh, we we were, it's a funny story, we were in Toronto and uh, we went to the game and we were going to get up at like 5 in the morning and leave. So we're leaving the game and Stacy looks at me and we start talking on the walk back to the, to the hotel and she was like, maybe we should just leave now. And I was like, yeah. So we drove all night. So we left at about, um, I think it was about 11 p.m., and we got home 
at I think 6 p.m. the following day. So it was a 19-hour drive. Wow. Of course, there were some stops, and we took yeah rest took turns. You'd you'd nap, she yeah, drive, vice yeah. versa. And Jay drove a little bit, and it, yeah, it was crazy. But it it was a uh, it was very it was a lot of fun. Toronto's a Toronto's a great city. Um, Detroit is a very underrated stadium, and Cleveland. That's one of those rare. So Baltimore's like this. Boston's like that. You know the real baseball towns where there are real fans who actually watch the game. Cleveland is is a real baseball town. It, they they really get into the game and they enjoy it. So. Absolutely. Sandy Hill has left the studio. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Got, oh, she's coming she's back. Come, back, on back. come back. Come on back. Sorry, sorry. We didn't we, we, we interrupt so this week in baseball to now talk to Sandy Hill. <laughs> yeah, Sandy is here with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Yeah. And I guess uh, to in, in all honesty. Uh, I did not know till the other day that you were coming on the show, and we're glad to have you here. But the honest part was not that you were coming on, <laughs> but the honest part was that I got my mortgage through you. Yes. I was like, I know Sandy Hill, yes. so I know you're reputable and you do a great job and everything. Thank so you. why don't you take it from here and tell us all about Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation? From this point on, will only be known as Fairway Mortgage okay. to save time. That works. That works. Thank you so much. It was great working with you always. Hey, I have to first share with you my NMLS number. Get the regulations out of the way. It's 167565. And Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation is an equal opportunity fair housing lender. Okay, hang on. Now you can't get in trouble. Yeah. Now I'm not in yeah, trouble. Yeah. So now we're all good. You, you, <laughs> all right. By the way, you're only supposed to ring it once, right? That was Mike ringing the bell. We'll get to the bell later. Okay, so you have to do that because you, like me and in my industry mm-hmm. as an independent financial advisor, there are some regulations and all that kind of stuff, right? Lots of regulations. All right, so we've gotten that out of the way, but yes. I love how you did it at the beginning. Make sure there's, yes. you know, let's get it right, right, right from the beginning. Take that, regulators. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I... I it, I think everybody listening knows what a mortgage is, but I think mortgages is one of those things that people kind of could easily get confused or not realize they don't know what they don't know. Right. Right. So what, uh, so instead of saying, Hey, I help people with their mortgages, Mm -hmm. answer the question this way. How is fairway different from a lot of other mortgage companies out there? All right. Would love to. And I've, you know what, Stephen, I've been in the business 37 years. So I've been with a lot of companies and I'm going to share with you. Yes, I'm a little prejudiced, (laughs) but Fairway is hands down the best company I've ever worked for. One of the main benefits we're offering our clients right now that I don't know a lot of other lenders offer, we allow our borrowers to become fully approved go through underwriting the entire process before they even have a home. So most other lenders, they don't do that until the borrower has a property, they know they have a sure deal, but Fairway wants to give our borrower the advantage. Is that different than someone else who says, oh, you're pre-approved? Is fully approved different than pre-approved? Absolutely, and it's kind of pre-approval, pre-qualification are terms that are used synonymously, but they are not in fact at all alike. A prequel is simply, hey, I have your information, I have your credit score, but you may not have the income docs, may not know where their money's coming from. Money's pretty important, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> prequel is almost yeah. like, hey, you can keep talking to me as the mortgage person. I think you might yes. be a good good candidate, right? Exactly. Okay. But, exactly. But when you say fully approved, mm-hmm. you literally mean 
like the monies that uh, all you got to do now is find the property. You don't have to worry about anything else with the mortgage. That means we have gotten their W-2s, their pay stubs, their bank statements, their credit scores, and then we have processed the loan and they have gone to our real live underwriter. They are completely approved. It's a loan commitment. So what that means, my borrower is essentially a cash buyer. So case in point, borrower in April came to me and said, hey, we want to be in a specific neighborhood, specific school district. Very competitive, right, when you want to really get it down to a certain area. Um, they got pre-approved. They, in fact, looked at a, at a house last week. There were seven offers on the home that they wanted to get. Sellers looking at a pre-qual, pre-approval, which one do we take? Ah, this pre-approval is a loan commitment. All we need is an appraisal and title. Hey, guess what else? They had uh, no financing contingency because that's already done. All we have to do is get the appraisal and the title and we're gonna close in 14 days. Guess who won? Your client. Our client. Boom. <laughs> so you get the, the whole thing closed a lot quicker. Yes. And, and you can get your you can get the house you want if if you're gonna stand out from the other buyers. That that's absolutely obviously a big correct. Thing. That is key. I think there's another thing that kind of sets you apart, um, and that is you are you are talking with your current clients as rates start to move in favor of your clients, correct? Are you Absolutely. talking to me, Sandy? I am talking to you, Mike. Not you just, just now. Yeah, just you guys talk now. before the show, right? <laughs> so talk about that as rates, because we're, again, we yeah. said this in the last interview, we're in the yeah. midst of this little crazy pandemic. And mm -hmm. one of the things financially is mortgage rates have come way down. They have, and it's a great time to have a review of where you are. My goal is to be sure that my clients throughout the life cycle of their loan, they're in the best position possible. So um, I reach out to my database via monthly touches with newsletters, communications. You're getting all those, right, Mike? I'm getting the emails. <laughs> yes, He's opening them and pouring over them. Another email yeah. from Sandy. He comes in before the show and is like, hey, could you, let me talk about this. What, Sandy sent me this. What does this mean? Just last week, I said, did you see what Sandy sent me? Sandy said the email yeah. in the newsletter. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, we're being silly. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so, yes, my job is not just during that loan, not just to get them closed, but throughout the life of the loan to be sure they're in the best position. I'm not just a loan originator. I consider myself a mortgage planner. So my mortgage planning, that goes on even after your closing. So in this time, I'm calling, I'm reaching out to database members and saying, hey, let's take a look. Let's see if we can get rid of your mortgage insurance. Let's see what the benefit is to you and that takes into consideration more than just rate i mean we want to be sure if somebody says hey yeah that sounds great but i'm only going to be in my home another three years yeah then we need to do the cost analysis how long is it going to take to recoup your closing cost there's always going to be closing cost you're going to roll it into the loan amount in most cases but we still have to look at what is the cost of refinancing so my job is to get those numbers in line for my client in, in uh, so i have it as my goal to 
try to only ask one dumb question in per show and i and my dumb question didn't turn out to be a dumb question with tara so i think i still got it on the board so i think i'm going to ask it this way uh and you tell me if it's a dumb question so when it comes to helping someone with their mortgage whether it's a refi or whether they're purchasing the house there are so many different factors and i think you know i think for a time it was just get the monthly payment down as low as possible and there's still a scenario where that makes the most financial sense but that's not always the right answer sometimes it's you know i'm shortening the length of my loan sometimes it's it's just getting into the right house or whatever as you've done this for a while and with a lot of different clients 37 years yeah <laughs> you started when you were 10 i did um what are some of the what are some of the main things that you've seen could you could you boil it down to a couple of good pieces of advice for people that that what's the best what are some of the best answers or what are some of the key questions they need to be asking about their mortgage so i'm going to number one and and i might turn this around i'm going to ask them good my job is to find out their objectives so Ooh, i may I see have, what she did there that was awesome <laughs> well and listen in her industry that's not always the case a lot of times it's just give me your numbers and i'll give yeah. you a quote yes. right yes and Stephen, i am not a rate quoter oh i am a mortgage planner Ooh. Ooh. Write that down, write Mike, that down. You only ring it one. By the way, with as many rings as you're doing, you've now passed me from the highest record that you didn't like. Okay, so you're a mortgage planner. I'm you mortgage ask good planner. questions. I ask questions. We need to know what is their objective. So right now, primarily, people say, hey, I know rates are low. What's that going to do for me? Should I do it? So my question is going to be, are you looking to just pocket money so that you can apply that towards, you're going to love this giving your financial planner money to invest. Oh, they all do that. I know. They do. They should. They should. They should. Yes, I agree. <laughs> that was sarcasm by Stephen. For those of you out there in radio land. And why is that? Because you, in fact, when they give you money to invest, they're earning a dividend, you're earning them more money than right now with the rates in the low threes. That's a low cost of money. Right. So take that additional money and give it to you so it can grow. Second strategy, which I'm using a lot, is having that money and saying, hey, make the same payment you're making now, but let's now take that $150, $250, and also reduce the term of your loan. Yes. And yeah. cut yes. the years off. So then you have interest savings. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're, in, we're in church all of a sudden. The church is Sandy and, and, Hallelujah. and financial peace and mortgage mortgage freedom. All right, I like yeah. it. So then you have interest savings and you reduce the term of the loan. Yeah. I have a lot of folks that say, hey, I want to get into the 15-year. But, you know, the reality is the 15-year is not priced significantly lower than the 30-year right now. So that spread used to be say 10 years ago a half to three quarters mm. Mm. now it's only like a quarter yeah. three so my strategy is you can always make a loan whatever term you want it to be simply by paying more per month i can provide that analysis i will provide that but you know what i like to kind of plan i'm kind of conservative i like to plan for the what ifs what if somebody loses a job just like in the scenario we're dealing with now, somebody's furloughed somebody all of a sudden, they don't have the same dollars. 
And a 15-year loan typically is going to be about another 30, 35, 40% higher in monthly payment than a 30-year. So play it safe. Get into the 30-year. Either A, invest the money with you so it grows, or B, apply it towards your principal reduction. That's fine. You can put whatever you want towards that. Make it whatever term you want, but kind of plan for that rainy day worst case scenario. Which means you can stop making that extra payment, but still keep the minimum and stay in your house. Ring that bell. Okay. Sandy, Ooh, the guest bossy. Said, <laughs> you got it. On, on instruction from Sandy. All right, Sandy, let me ask this question. Um, let's talk about the not-so-ideal client. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might not have the greatest credit. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily have a ton of money down. Those people have been preyed upon mm-hmm. by some bad players in your industry. Right. Uh, or just lending in general across all mm-hmm. the things. So how does Fairway, does Fairway do business with them, and how do they do business with them? You know what? We love to do business with anyone who wants to get on the path to homeownership. So I have many of my clients that come to me and their credit scores don't meet the criteria. Fairway has actually developed an entire department, um, and it's called Credit Tool. It's completely free to our clients. So I engage with the client and I share with them, hey, you know what? You're not quite ready right now to buy a home. We've got to get your credit scores up a little. We need to get on a savings plan and strategy. So we pull credit. We then share that information once we have the authorization to do that, of course. And then they get on a fully written strategic plan you need to do step one two three four five credit tool gives them an account rep they will assign that to them they can call them anytime they then know what they need to do how they need to do it and the time frame that it will take to increase their credit and the best news how much do you think that costs Stephen? a thousand dollars no. $2,000. $2,000. No. Fairway does this completely free for our clients because our goal is to see that we can help not just the A-plus buyer, but the buyer that needs to build that path to home ownership. That's a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we've got so many things, I, I, other things that I'm sure people have questions for. We're going to leave it at that, though, because we want people, if they have other questions, to reach out to you, Sandy. So for those that would like to, (laughs) we've gone off the rails. This is awesome. I'll tell you why in a second. But anyway, for those that would like to reach out to you, uh, give us the website, any contact information you'd like to share with you and Fairway. Great. So my website is easy, www.sandy, with a Y, S-A-N-D-Y, hill, not a mountain, but a hill, Fairway, F-A-I-R-W-A-Y.com, has information on there. And you can also go ahead and apply online when you go on, and then I'll get back with you immediately. My phone number is 678-713-3636. And my email is S, as in Sandy Hill, at Fairway. Amazon Mortgage, C as in Corporation.com. 
I'd love to answer any questions and help anybody we can. Great job. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. My pleasure. The, the reason I hesitated earlier is I, I feel bad because Tara did such a great job. We never rang the we bell. We didn't ring the bell for Tara well, ever. Well, listen. So Tara, th- can I do it for yeah, her? Yeah, absolutely. Get three, three rings for you, Tara. You did a great job. First of too. all, it's it's your bell. Secondly, you after the first week of having the bell, you have scared me so much about the bell, and now you're ended up using the bell just as much as I we did, probably if did not a, more. We probably did it a little too much today. No, not but at all. You know why points. we didn't do, do do it too much? Because it was all about the guests. We didn't ring it for each other. We rang it for the guests, and they nailed it. They knocked it out of the park. Great point, Stephen. <laughs> oh wait, good job, Mike. Way to ring it only once and not five times. <laughs> Okay. Oh, the saga of the note, bell continues. Huge thank you to Tara Washington with uh, the Coca-Cola Roxy and Live Nation and Sandy Hill with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. We want to thank our listeners as well. And a reminder that you can follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Gwinnett Radio X. Also, you can uh, follow us on all of the podcast platforms out there, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Spreaker, we're on all of the platforms out there. Uh, please uh, follow us there and subscribe to our shows as well. Yeah, just go to podcastsareus.com and pick your favorite podcast platform. I'm just kidding. There Did you make no that up? Yeah. Although I'm going to now get that domain name, Podcasts Are Us. I think, that's, I think there's a million-dollar idea. And on that note, for Stephen, I'm Mike. Thank you, Amanda, for producing. We'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.